So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Yo, yo, what is up, my man? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Hey, thanks so much for listening. Hope you're having a fantastic day and uh, excited. I'm going to be talking about fasting today. So uh, stay tuned. It should be a good one. Uh, before I do that, really quickly, thank you to all of you who are um, supporting our podcast, who are just helping us get the word out and continuing to reach more men and women with this life-changing message. We appreciate it, and we could not do it without you. So appreciate you guys. Please um, keep the good times rolling. That that really helps us. Ratings, reviews, sharing the content, uh, whatever it might be. Uh, what I want to talk about today is um, is fasting and how fasting has changed my life. This is really, um, well, yeah, this has been just, uh, I don't know, just as core and as pivotal as it gets. Um you know, when it comes to spiritual disciplines, the obvious ones are praying and reading the Bible. And, you know, right below that would probably be worshiping and, you know, kind of that that more expressive part. But um, if I'm being honest, you know, when I look at who I am today as a 33-year-old man, happily married, a son, um, a business that's doing really well, and more importantly, fulfillment in life, you know, just doing things that I feel like God has created me to do. Um, and I look back to, you know, eight years ago in 2016, when I was um, not enjoying my work, and I felt limited, and I was single, and I was addicted to porn. And, um, you know, I was, or well, I mean, I was almost, almost completely free of the addiction, but, you know, was, um, was figuring that stuff out. Um, I mean, there's a lot of things that have contributed to contributed to my own growth and my own development. And I've talked about them before, you know, uh, obviously the glory goes to God and without him, I definitely would have made it this far. Um, you know, I had mentors and coaches. Uh, I became a very avid, uh, reader and learner and there's, there's, there's lots of different things. Fasting is some of the secret sauce and, you know, it's not common. Um, it's definitely not a very sexy solution, but I'm telling you right now that if you if you want to have anything like what I have in my life, um, and th- that is my hope. You know, I, I think I have a good life. I think there's a lot of things that I've done well, and I'm I'm far from perfect. But if you want to be successful in the areas I'm successful uh, in, I'll, I'll tell you right now that fasting has been just as critical as anything else I could teach you. That's more principled, practical, and popular. I. I started fasting in 2016. I had always, I always had this desire to fast as a lifestyle. I think, I think that is superior. If I'm being honest, you know, we're at the time of this recording, we're kind of still in the the new year vibe a little bit, and uh, lots of lots of people and churches kind of do fast to start the year, like 21 day fast. I I love that, and and there's nothing wrong with it. But there is something to be said about fasting as a lifestyle long term. And so I have not been perfect. I would say probably 40 out of 52 weeks of the year for eight years, I have fasted. 
And I, I can't even really fully detail the benefits, but I'm going to share a little bit about why this is so important, not just for recovery, but life beyond recovery. Because, you know, that, that's an important part of this conversation. Fasting historically is attached with breakthrough. You know, we see that Daniel fasted and while he was fasted, um, God sent messengers to him to minister to him and they were tied up in the heavens. This is you know, discussed in Daniel 9 and 10. Um, and they, they were delayed by about 21 days or something like that. Um, but they did eventually reach him. And when they reached him, you know, Daniel, um, Daniel got his breakthrough, so to speak. Jesus um, when his, was approached by the disciples with a demoniac that they were unable to handle. And Jesus was. And he said that this kind can only come out by prayer and fasting. And so he again alluded that there is a certain power in specific areas of our life that can result from intentional fasting. And the interesting thing is, is that in the context that is provided for that story, it does not mention that Jesus was fasting. So we, we could probably assume that Jesus fasted with some regularity, right? He probably did it as a lifestyle as well so that he was apt and prepared for situations like this that require a specific power or a specific expression of God that could only come through fasting. So all of that, all of that being said, um, fasting is typically a- attached to breakthrough. My, my personal stance on the spiritual disciplines, whether we're talking about prayer, whether we're talking about fasting, whether we're talking about reading the Bible or worship or stillness and solitude or whatever it might be, my personal conviction is that the purpose of the disciplines is to build deeper relationship with God. That's the point. So I don't read the Bible to better understand the Bible. I read the Bible to better understand God. Does that make sense? I, I, don't, I don't worship to, to, to get the feelies. I don't, I don't worship even because God is worthy, although those are all great reasons, and, but they're secondary. I worship first because I long to connect with the living God. I, I, I don't pray because prayer is the right thing to do, and I don't pray so that God answers my prayers. I pray to connect with God. And fasting is the exact same. In fact, Jesus talks about that in Matthew 6. He talks about how when you fast, don't be like the hypocrites, referring to the priests. Don't be like the hypocrites who, you know, have a somber face and, and, and let the whole world know that they're fasting, you know, to kind of show their spiritual superiority. But rather, when you fast, you know, go into your secret place and your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you openly. And the, the idea here is that we, we don't fast for any other reason other than for that secret place, that secret growth with God. It, it doesn't mean you can't talk about it, that you're supposed to be silent, but it's about the motives of the heart. Why are you fasting? And if you are telling other people about it, what's the reason? I mean, I'm, I'm telling you about it right now. I've been fasting for eight years, right? And I'm doing this to hopefully encourage some of you to fast and to, to understand some of the secret sauce behind uh, what we're doing here and why people are, are growing and being discipled through our programs. Um, I will tell you right now that prayer and fasting go hand in hand. And when, when you pray while you fast, some, something happens that wouldn't happen otherwise. I don't know 
How? I don't know why. I don't have a good explanation for it. And I'm not going to pretend I do. All I know is that when prayer and fasting are coupled together, things happen. I have made a habit of asking God for specific things to pray for during my 24-hour fasting period, which is not that crazy when you think about it. Like it's just basically I eat dinner on Saturday. I don't eat anything else after. And the next time I eat is dinner on Sunday. So it's not even that crazy of a commitment. Although the first time I did it, I, I, I didn't even survive a meal. Um, you know, it, it took a little bit of work to, to get there, but now it's, it's not that crazy. But I ask God for something to pray for. And every time I get hungry during that 24-hour period, I pray for that thing. And if I don't get anything specifically from God, then I just pray into, you know, some things that maybe he's spoken to me about in the past or, you know, this year, my, my, year, my word for the year is exponential. So I'm praying into um, that uh, quite often when I'm fasting right now. And so the, the point here, guys, is um, I think that everyone should be fasting with some regularity. Now, if you can't do it weekly, then, then do it monthly, you know, but, but do some regularity. You know, throw some regularity into it because there are some breakthroughs in your spiritual life that have not happened yet because you have not fasted. Every spiritual discipline elicits a, a different outcome that's unique to the discipline. Prayer does things that reading the word does not and vice versa. And similarly, there's some things that can only happen by fasting. And so I want to encourage you guys, if fasting isn't part of your spiritual arsenal and your spiritual rhythms, it might be time to change that. And, and, and the way that you do this, the way that you do this is you start. Start small. Start once a month. Just say, you know, the, the first day of the month or the first Sunday of the month or whatever it is you want to do, something regular, something consistent. It's going to be inconvenient. It's, it, you don't plan around it. You, you set up the rhythm and then you plan around the rhythm. But I'm telling you that if you couple your prayer life with regular fasting, you will see God start to move mountains in your life and you will be floored. You'll be absolutely floored by what he does and how quickly he does it. So that's how fasting has changed my life. Like I said, it has made me a better man, a better husband, uh, a better business owner and entrepreneur. It's made me a better podcast host. It's made me a better father to my son and my future kids. Um, fasting's done a lot for me and I know it'll do a lot for you as well. That's why I wanted to take a little bit of time today to talk about it. Uh, if you have any questions, you can always write me in. Would love to hear them. But in the meantime, God bless you guys. Much love. Stay clean. Hey everybody, it's Sathya again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast, and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon.
The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Cynthia Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.